I'm Paul Wiegraf, Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts and your host for today. Joining me by phone today is Sue Early, the Executive Director of the Rehoboth Beach Film Society. Welcome, Sue. Thank you very much for having us. Sue, I have to give you credit for being one of the state's greatest advocates for the media arts and the role that they play in the total landscape of arts and culture in Delaware. Uh, what you're doing with the Rehoboth Beach Film Society is really quite phenomenal. Let's uh, let's take uh, the first part of our show here to, to talk about the history and growth and milestones of the Rehoboth Beach Film Society. Sure. Uh, the Film Society really started with the Rehoboth Beach Independent Film Festival back in um, 1998. Um, what happened was there was a group of people who were a little bit tired of just seeing mainstream films, and they got together at a local restaurant one winter night and talked about the possibility of bringing an independent film maybe once a month to a local restaurant. Well, somebody joined that group who had experience in organizing film festivals and said, you can do much better than a single film at a restaurant. Let's put together a film festival. And that really started the Rehoboth Beach Film Society. We're now in our 21st year, and we've had a lot of growth along, along the right. It, you've also, uh, that growth has... Uh... Uh, you, you've certainly experienced some growing pains in, in, in finding venues and locating. Uh, talk a little bit about some of the milestones along the way, where, where you physically got your start uh, once you were outside of the local restaurant, and, and you know, where you've moved to up to this point. So the first film festival was held in the old Rehoboth Mall, which was really a shopping area off of Route 1. And it was there for a couple of years, and then it moved to the major Cineplex movies at Midway on Route 1 and spent the next, um, I think, 14, 15 years there. Um, but we also had a tremendous growth in population in Sussex County, so we started to expand by offering a lot of year-round programs. And we actually bought uh, portable projection equipment, and we would pack up the van and head to a church or a hotel or a library, or a restaurant, set up all the equipment, show a film, tear all that equipment down, back in the van, and, you know, did that for many years. Um, when we lost our contract with Movies at Midway, we realized it was time for us to create our own venue. And that the opening of the Cinema Art Theater took place in March of 2016. And since that time, we've been offering first-run independent films throughout the year. Um, we also created several mini film festivals, some film theme-oriented series, and actually ventured into additional forms of art with um, National Theatre Live, which are filmed broadcasts of what we call the Broadway of London. They're just outstanding performances. And also showing... Um, uh, we participate in the Met Live in HD series in which we're showing filmed performances of operas performed at the Metropolitan, at the Met. Now, with with uh, this growth of your programming, uh, could you speak to how you've seen the audiences evolve over this 21 years, uh, as well as uh, the kind of recognition you're getting at the local, regional, and national level? 
Well, um, Sussex County has really become a, destin- a retirement destination um, place for people from metropolitan areas in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York, Baltimore. So when they came here, they were used to um, having access to a, a broad scope of, of arts. Um, so that growth in our community expanded our programming to serve those interests. Um, and so our, our following has increased um, over the years. Since we opened the theater, our membership has increased from 1,200 to over 2,400. But our programs are not just for members. They're open to anybody who wants to come from any state. Um, and so there's been a, a growing appreciation um, for the programming that we do because the films that we show are not typically accessible uh, to urban areas. Or, you know, it's, it's more they show in cities where there's larger populations. And our audience recognizes that and are very appreciative of what we bring. Some films work, some films don't. Uh, we hope to expand people's um, interest levels. Sometimes we're successful, sometimes we're not. But it's, a, it's an ongoing learning experience. Uh, to what extent is the programming, the films that you select, impact the audiences that you see coming in? Um, they have varied... Well, I, I feel very strongly that film is a very effective communication tool. It brings diverse populations together, and they're sharing an experience at the same time. Uh, they may walk away with different perspectives, but a lot of our programming involves post-film discussions. So people can talk about what they just saw or how their personal experience relates to what, just they, what they just saw. And many times in the audience, people will say, oh, I I never thought of it that way. And so there's a lot of uh, provoking of thought, um, sharing of individual experiences, and changing of mindsets. And that's why uh, we started several uh, mini film festivals that uh, revolve around increasing awareness about different cultures and experiences and not only exploring the differences that our communities have, but there's a lot of commonalities that we all share. And all of this takes place by using the art of film to, to, to share with people. You're, you're touching on something that, that uh, piqued uh, something in my, in my head. I recently heard an interview with Jake Gyllenhaal where he was talking about his work in independent films and his work in more commercially viable films. Could you talk about uh, the role that independent films play in the broader scope of, of the commercial film industry? Well, the commercial film industry tends to be more entertaining. The independent um, films, they address issues that... Um, sometimes are not presented or not, um, are not known to people or their territory that people don't want to touch. But um, by addressing these subjects and, and putting them on the big screen, people learn while they're enjoying something. Um, they experience things or see sites that they may never get to see, but the art of film brings that to them in their community. So it really, it's it's really a it's educational. It's an, it's informative. It's an, it's inspiring, 
Uh, it can unify a group of people to say, hey, I, I, I can do that here in this community, and they may embark on a project that um, and somehow relates to an issue in their community that they want to address. So it really has a multifaceted role in our communities. Now, I, I want to get back to something you touched on earlier, too. You talked about the sort of the founding of the Rehoboth Beach Film Society coming out of this festival and, and expanding into year-round programming. Could you speak to the decision for the timing on the festival, which has been the same since right. it began? Right. Um, our festival takes place um, in November. It's now grown to 11 days, and uh, it, the second weekend is over um, Veterans Day. And the reason that time was chosen was because, uh, obviously, we're, we're a beach town. We're um, tourism-oriented, and there's no way we compete with, the, with nature's greatest treasure, the ocean, in the summer. So it was a way to bring people back to this area in what we call the shoulder season, the off-season time. And it's really benefited a lot of businesses with people coming from many different states who then stay in a hotel, eat in a restaurant, shop. Um, so that, that choice, and it's, it's before the bad weather begins, so it's, it's really worked out very well for us. Now, your, your festival, as it has expanded, I assume the geographic reach of your audience has expanded as well? Yes. Uh, we, we, can, we have somebody who comes from Thailand every year uh, to attend that festival. We have people that come from as far west as California, New Mexico, down south, up in New England. So we really um, bring a lot of people to Delaware for this event. And, and you mentioned that uh, this has been a, a boon to the businesses in Rehoboth as well. Do you, do you hear that directly from them? Do you see any benefits, or do they talk to you about the benefits they, re, they see? I will give you an example. Um, somebody had a store in the outlets, and after one of the uh, festival weekends, he came to our office and he said, how do I become a sponsor? Your event has brought so many people to my store. I want to support you. And so that's one of, of many examples of, of how uh, businesses have come back to us. And, you know, they support us through um, taking ads out in the program, hosting films, being a sponsor. Uh, that, that demonstrates their recognition that this event is beneficial to, to them and, and the community as a whole. Uh, that's that's really that's a, a great story about the economic impact of the arts in Delaware. I want to continue uh, by taking a look at what you're doing now in your year-round programming. But let me first remind our listeners that you are tuned into Delaware State of the Arts here on News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. Our guest joining us by phone is the executive director of the Rehoboth Beach Film Society, Sue Early. Sue, uh, you, you talked about the expansion into year-round programming. You have the main festival in November, but you have a number of other series that are going on now throughout the year. Let's, let's talk about some of the work that you're doing today. Sure. Well, the first quarter of the year is winter time, so people are always looking for activities um, to get out of the house and, and join up with others. So we have a lot of programming from January through April. And one of it is the Journeys in Art History series. It's a series that brings exhibition-based art films to the cinema. Um, they work with top international museums and galleries, and the films include insights from the world's leading historians and art critics. So um, people by, through film are able to see exhibitions around the world, places that they'll never get to go. 
So we have Young Picasso, a film about Young Picasso in March, Rembrandt in April, um, Degas in February, and The Artist's Garden, American Impressionism, is the film that we're showing in January. And information about this can be found on our website, www.rehobothfilm.com. That's one example. Um, This year we're marking the second anniversary of our African-American Film Festival, which takes place February 15th through the 17th. Um, And as I mentioned before, we use these mini festivals to deepen awareness of different cultures and experiences and then also to explore the the, the differences, but the commonalities that we have as well. So in February, we'll be showing four films uh, for the African American Film Festival, Black is the Color, and this is a film about the discovery of how black artists are so unrepresented in exhibits. Uh, We're also showing Father's Kingdom, Service to Man, and Everything But a Man. And all the descriptions and trailers um, can be found on our website, as well as the ability to purchase tickets. March marks the fourth anniversary of the opening of our Cinema Art Theater. And the, the opening of our theater actually took place with the first Rehoboth Beach Jewish Film Festival. Um, this is a, an event that will always be dear to in my heart because of how they helped us open. Uh, we show 10 films, 11 screenings. And I'm proud to say that we are going to, this festival will include the regional premiere of the film The Bird Catcher. It is produced by Lisa Black, who is a Delaware resident. And this film was, um, the filming took place in Norway. Um, and this is, a, these, these films tend to sell out. But what also I'm proud to talk about is the first Jewish film festival in the state of Delaware has taken place in Rehoboth. And Wilmington has come to us and said, we'd like to do an encore of some of the films in your festival up here in Wilmington. And so that's going to take place uh, in March and April, which is, you know, it's wonderful for Sussex County to start something that moves northward right. as opposed to the usual <laughs> southern migration of, yeah. of events. So. so in in this uh, really exciting uh, combination of series, a uh, couple questions. How many films do you show a year? I'm going to say over 300. Over 300. Mm-hmm. So, so how many days a week uh, do you have something showing in your facility? Uh, in the summer, definitely seven days. In the winter, six or seven days. Wow. Uh, because in addition to all the series I mentioned, we show first-run films every week. Uh, this Friday, we're going to start showing Roma, which won the Golden Globe, for, Golden Globe for Best International Film, and will probably receive other awards as well. I think it will, um, also the director won an award, a Golden Globe. So we're constantly showing films, and we now opened a second theater at the Cinema Art Theater, and that's called the Gems Theater. It's a more cozy, intimate venue. It's got 36 comfortable rocking seats, and that allows us to bring unique films that would not have supported the main theater, but can come into this theater and allow people to see additional films. And where's where's your facility located for our listeners? Dartmouth Plaza in Lewis, right behind the Wawa. So ne- next question. With this uh, voluminous range of films, 
How does the curation of films take place? Oh, that's a good question. Um, with our mini film festivals, we actually recruit members from the community to assist our theater manager in reviewing films and picking out uh, what they feel will be the best selection. Um, and so our, our Jewish Film Festival, we reach out to Seaside Jewish Community, and we have about three participating uh, members. And then we, all have, we always have a fourth planning committee member who's not from that community. We do the same thing with the African American Film Festival, and we also have an LGQ plus um, celebrations festival in April that's also programmed by a planning committee. For our MET series, obviously we use what the MET programs, National Theater Live, we're able to pick from their selection. And our, um, what we call Cat This Week, um, the, the first run films, we work with a programmer who lets us know what's available it's very interesting how distributors uh, strategically control the market and where they want films to first be released and then the time schedule for expanding that to additional areas. So it's, it's, it's really an interesting learning experience. Now, I, I'm curious, uh, are all of your film viewings in that facility or do you sometimes... Uh show them in other facilities? Not anymore. <laughs> now okay. that we have rent utilities to pay for, <laughs> all of our events are in, are in the Cinema Art Theater. Now, you mentioned the uh, Met series. Could you speak to that? Uh, that's, um, that's live simulcast. Um, well, right, you, you can, while it's being shown, you have a live simulcast of that performance, and they pick 10 out of their whole program season. And then you can record them and show encore performances. So people can be sitting in Lewis, Delaware, and watching the exact same thing that people are seeing in, um, in New York City. Um, there is stage interviews with guests. You get to see change in scenery. It's, it's a very um, fulfilling experience to really see the front of the opera and what goes on behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Now, you mentioned earlier and I, uh, about all of your programming being available to anyone, uh, not just members, but you also talked about how your membership has doubled. So right. tell me, uh, what are the advantages, benefits of being a member of the Rehoboth Beach Film Society? So members get a discount off of all of the Cinema Art This Week screenings. They get discounts off of um, the Met performances, National Theater Live performances, and another series we have, which is What Makes Us Tick. That's an analytical film series where every year we pick a theme, and then there's three films that uh, correspond to that theme. That's actually happening this weekend, too late for this broadcast. Um, but you get advance notice of events, and your membership is totally uh, tax deductible. Now, I, I want to come back to something else you mentioned, and, and I believe you talked about uh, some films having discussions afterwards. Is that correct? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And, and how does that work? And because that, to me, seems to be a huge, uh, a significant difference over what you would experience going to the local uh, commercial uh, film. Exactly. And how many times have you seen a film where you walked out of there saying, what did I just see? Um, and so we have a, um, a program called... It's a wrap chat every Wednesday, the 4 o'clock screening. Um, you can stay after the film, and there will be a volunteer-facilitated post-screening discussion. 
And people don't have to talk. They can just sit and listen to what other people are saying, or they're then able to um, to discuss what their point of view was. And um, we have a, a core group of volunteers that rotate um, in leading those discussions. And it's just a great way to, to share your different perspectives and walk away with not just your thoughts, but other, other people's thoughts, and then thinking it out later on and, you know, maybe talking to your partner who you just saw the film with or friends later on, it just really enriches the, the film viewing experience. And I, we, ha- we have about a minute and a half left. Uh, before I forget, could you remind our listeners how they can find out more information about you? Um, you can go online to rehobothfilm.com. You can also sign up for a weekly email that we send out, um, which will let you know what's coming up, what's playing. On our website, you can see trailers of films, you can read descriptions, and you can also purchase tickets online. And if you want to volunteer at the festival, uh, we can always use volunteers, and you do get perks of seeing some films for free. Um, And if you're interested, just email manager at rehobisfilm.com. Great. Now, we've got about a minute left. Uh, Any final comments you want to share about the the role of of uh, independent film and the media arts in the general Delaware art scene? Um, I think I think film sometimes is is one of those underappreciated forms of art, and yet it's um, it's affordable for so many people. It brings diverse groups together, and it really has a way of of impacting you. You know, whether you like the film or not, if you're thinking about it and you're talking about it for days or weeks to come, then that film had an impact on you. And I think that's, that's important for any of the arts. And I'm, I'm glad that, that film can be so um, impactful and well, effective for people. Sue Early, thank you so much for joining us today, uh, calling from the Rehoboth Beach Film Society. It's been a great talking to you. Thank you.